Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today we're going to access a psalm from the Daily Lectionary. This is actually Psalm 1. We're going to start at the very beginning of that book of poetry. The writer says, Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or take the path that sinners tread, or sit in the seat of scoffers. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law they meditate day and night. They are like trees planted by streams of water which yield their fruit in its season, and their leaves do not wither, and all they do they prosper. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteousness, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. See, I think the out of the gate, the first thing we have to admit here is that we're all followers. And I think that's really hard for us to admit. The, the poem lays it out brilliantly. We're either listening to the wicked, foolish, or we're being formed by the godly and the wise. But it's so difficult to admit that we're being uh, shaped or formed by other forces. Dallas Willard, though, says every one of us has a spiritual formation. Some of us admit it and others don't. Some of us have an intentional and good one, and others maybe struggle to admit that we're being formed our whole life long. And yet we are being formed. When the poet says that if we walk in the way or sit in the counsel of the wicked, we'll be like chaff blown away, um, we'll we'll be unsubstantial. What he's saying is you're listening to somebody. Maybe Bob Dylan said it best when he said, you got to serve somebody. We're always coming under something or someone. And I think that invites this question of, are we comfortable with acknowledging that we're always yielding to the will of another, that submission is kind of hardwired into the DNA of our lives, our spirits, our souls. I was made to come under the power of God, and I would argue so are you. But if we don't admit that or intentionally seek that, we will inadvertently come under the power of something or someone else. We're always being shaped. In the Greek culture in which Jesus lived, the word for character was a word that would be uh, would mean to be etched or carved. They, they thought of sculptures with regard to character, that there's something shaping us at all times and that our character is actually a manifestation of that shaping. And that's what the poet's getting at here. Whose counsel do you receive? Where are you uh, receiving and listening? And so there are two different people here that the poet points out. Number one, he speaks of rooted people, and he says they're like trees planted beside water. And then he speaks to wind-driven, wind-blown people that are like chaff. And so we're just going to spend some time thinking about the difference between a tree that is planted and chaff that is blowing. So first, the rooted person, a person planted beside streams of water. What a picture. And this is the person that's learned, the poet says, to delight in the law of the Lord and the truth of God's words and a person who's been formed or shaped by God. So what does it mean to meditate day and night on the word of God? Does it mean you need to be reading your Bible 
24-7, you know, uh, carrying it with you all the time. Um, maybe it doesn't mean that. But what it does mean is that people who are going to be rooted have regular, consistent, and substantial time given to know, receive, and submit to God's truth, to be shaped by it. And I've noticed that, noted this elsewhere, uh, but this image is really key for me. It's like the difference between a rock and a field and a rock and a river. The rock in a river has constant contact with water and the water smooths out its rough edges. And that's exactly the way the Lord wants you and me to be. He wants us to be like rocks that have been formed, our hard, jagged edges formed and shaped and smoothed out by the word of God. But that means you have to put yourself in close proximity to truth. This is why I read my Bible every day, whether I feel like it or not most days. I read my Bible because I want to be a person who is shaped by truth. It's one of the reasons why we do this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is I want you to hear truth and be shaped by it, to have to think and wrestle and reflect on what this stuff means for you. We have to be people who put ourselves in constant contact. And the poet says when we do that, it's like being planted by a river that life flows into our lives And I love that image, a tree planted by water, a tree that is fed consistently. And if you stop and think about it, trees, like people, need life to come from outside themselves in order to sustain the life from within themselves. A tree can't live without water and sunlight. You can't live without water and food and sunlight. We have no life within ourselves that is sustainable apart from receiving life from without. And I love that picture of a tree planted beside the water. I want to be that kind of person. The psalmist is trying to get you to cultivate an imagination for becoming a kind of person who has access to the abundant water that comes only from God. And then the poet unpacks what what it looks like. What does it look like when you are um, planted by the water? You bear fruit in season. You endure hardship. You keep your leaves out of season. And you prosper. So I would just ask you these questions. Are you bearing fruit in season? Are you durable? Are you able to endure dormant times? And do you experience that sense of shalom, that sense of God's abiding peace? See, a huge aspect of bearing fruit, enduring hardship is being rooted, being grounded. And we looked at this earlier on in a podcast episode that the Lord wants you not only to be a fruit bearer, but he wants you to be rooted, sturdy, stable, solid, grounded. And, you know, it's seasons like the one we're in that actually reveal to us the extent to which we're either rooted or not, how sturdy we are. The Lord wants to call you and me to cultivate and tend to the hidden places of our lives, the places that nobody sees. And y'all, we live in a world that values almost singularly, almost exclusively values the external. We're prone to image management. We're prone to cultivating a picture of ourselves that may or may not even be true because it's what people see. And yet here we see again and again this metaphor pressed out in the Bible that trees abide difficult seasons because they're rooted. There's a hidden component to them that anchors deep within the soil. And so I would ask you, 
to make the radically countercultural choice to tend to the hidden places in your life. To have rhythms with God that nobody knows about. Rhythms with God that are just between you and God. And I just want to say this as a pastor, a pastor who, you know, I preach a sermon most weeks and I do uh, three podcast talks most weeks. But y'all, my, my daily life with God, my devotional life with God, I, I keep that between the Lord and me for the most part. I don't turn those moments of insight and meditation and reflection into sermons. I don't externalize those things. I used to until I got a revelation that if I didn't have a hidden life with God, I would have no rootedness to endure hard seasons. And y'all, that's not just true for pastors. I think that's the call of God on every single one of us to cultivate hiddenness. So that's a rooted life. Let's think about the other life, a wind-blown chaff kind of life. The Bible says the wicked are not so, but they're like chaff that the wind drives away. Do you see the difference there? One is sturdy and stable and able to endure, and the other blows away as soon as a breeze kicks up. See, in the Bible and in farming cultures all over the world, they would have known that chaff um, lacks substance. Wheat has substance. So they would a farmer would, would see wheat and chaff grow up together, and he would or she would throw a pitchfork into it and throw it up in the air in a breezy place and the wheat would fall down because it had substance and the chaff would blow away and it would separate. See, the Lord wants your life to have substance to it. And the only way that that'll happen is if you give time to cultivate that substance. There's a contrast here. And I believe there's an invitation for us to look at our lives. And if we don't like what we see, to begin to do something about it under the grace and guidance of God. So here's where the story ends, the, the poem ends. We're told that the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but that the way of the wicked will perish. So is that just God being mean, killing bad people and protecting good people? See, you've got to see the connection. The righteous, the people you are meant to be, the, the tree planted beside water, that tree is not hard to find. It remains. It abides. It endures. It persists. It stays where you put it. But the wicked, using the analogy of chaff, are blown about. They're, they're easily lost. They're at risk. They're erratic. And so I think the fundamental question in front of us is, currently, are we abiding or are we lost? Are we remaining or are we blown about? Now, the good news is if you feel lost or blown about, some of that could just be circumstantial. We're in a hard time. But this is a great time to say, God, would you help me cultivate hiddenness so that I might be a person who is able to abide? That's the desire of God for each and every one of us. Father, I pray for my friends. Then I'm asking you now for grace to root them. God, we all want to be rooted. And so, Lord, would you work with us so that we might participate with you in being the kinds of people who are like trees planted beside the water. And God, we just name every chaff-like place in us, every place that feels blown about. And we ask you to forgive us and find us and root us and help us to work with you, God, to see that work be accomplished in our lives and our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to continue meditating on what you heard today, 
Take some time to recall an idea or an image that encouraged or challenged you in this episode. When things stand out to us in God's Word, or in our lives, or in what we're reading, or in devotional talks, it often means that God is offering us His help and His guidance. When you have your idea or image in mind, carry it with you as a prayer, coming back to it in the spaces throughout your day. How does it speak to you and where you are right now? What does it say about God and what He wants for you? Speak to Him about these things. Listen for His still, small voice, and respond to Him as simply and as honestly as you can. Thanks for listening. We look forward to having you back here again with us next time at Renewing the Center.